When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello and welcome to Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. We are your faithful hosts. I'm Michael Wolf, and that's Croblin O'Brien. Oh, it's Colin, actually. Don't you ever fucking correct me in front of the listeners. Ever. You don't. Ever undermine me in front of our adoring listeners. You got it, Croblin? Yeah, I'm sorry. As I was saying, we are your faithful hosts, Michael Wolf and Clomp Clomp Old Brian. And boy, oh boy, do we have a good episode for you today. That's right. For those of you who are probably just going to listen to the first minute and a half of the intro and then go do something else and never finish the episode... We have an amazing show for you today. And for those of you who plan on listening to all of the episode, well, you know, it's uh, pretty much par for the course for what we do. Yeah, subpar, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing our listeners are always asking us is, Colin, Michael, how can I read more books? <laughs> and we get it. Mm. I mean, it just feels like there's not enough time to read as much as you want. I mean, we're all too busy. Who's got the time? How can you ever satisfy that hunger for books? <laughs> I mean, if only there was a restaurant for books. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a, a book restaurant where a book waiter gives you a menu and you're like, hmm, uh, I think I'll have the Tale of Two Cities, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, uh, what's the catch of the day? And the book waiter would be like, uh, the catch of the day is Wuthering Heights. And you'd be like, that sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the woman at the table next to us orders the naked lunch special. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, I'll, I'll have, have what she's having. having. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the waiter brings us our orders. And I'm like, oh, um, you know, I hate to do this, but I did not order the Da Vinci Code. And I'd like to send it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I'm like, uh, and I don't want to be a pest, but I actually ordered my Great Gatsby hardcover. And this is paperback. <laughs> right, right, right. And then the book waiter is like, like, I'm so sorry the Moby Dick will be on the house. Oh, and then and then they're also like, and I hope you left room for some Anna Karenina. Yeah, yeah, but then we're like, I think we're actually just going to take the check. And we leave. And we give them a terrible review on Yelp saying the atmosphere left a lot to be desired. The staff was incompetent, and I'm pretty sure that place had rats. And because the book restaurant is a small business, our bad Yelp review is totally devastating for them, yeah. and they can't bounce back from it. <laughs> and they lose all their customers and end up going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, book restaurants are not a thing, and that's not how we consume books. Yeah, it turns out the only way to read more is to actually read 
which honestly fucking sucks, but them's the breaks. So we compiled a list of all the things you can do to boost your book consumption in a segment we're calling We We Didn't Come come Up With a Name for This One. Yeah, we couldn't think of a clever uh, segment title. But anyway, here are a few tips to help you read more. Tip number one, increase your reading speed. Now, one way to do this is to use your finger and drag it along each line you read, and that increases your reading speed up to about 20%. Another trick is to just turn the page every 10 seconds no matter what. This technique is less reading and more of a grab bag scenario. Just try to get as many of the words and sentences from the page into your brain as quickly as you can before the timer goes off, and you just have to turn the next page. Now, you will finish books much quicker. And then I guess uh, you just hope for the best that it makes any kind of sense. It's more of a shotgun approach than a sniper Exactly. Tip number two. If you aren't enjoying a book, stop reading it. Move on to another one. I love this tip because I'm rarely ever enjoying a book, and now I don't have to feel guilty about it. I just move on to the next one that I'm definitely going to hate. And when I hate that book, which I will, I put it down and pick up the next book, which I also hate, and the cycle never stops. I've read 10,000 books. Wow. Tip number three. Don't be afraid to read a few books at once. You know, feeling fiction one night, nonfiction another, maybe biography. You don't have to stick to just one book at a time. Now, this tip is great because people are usually pretty impressed when I say I'm reading 152 books at once. Wow, Colin, you must be very smart. (laughs) I might be. Next tip. Along those lines, read what you love. If you love what you read, you'll be constantly reading. Just like us. Yeah, I love highlights for kids. And I love porno mags. So we're reading all the time. Voraciously. (laughs) On the train, at parks, while driving. Tip number five. Cut down on screens. Okay, this one's not going to happen. Okay, we're living in the golden age of television. Are you fucking nuts? You know what? I'll just cut down on something else like showers or breakfast or time with my kids. Yeah, I I honestly don't even know how this one got in there. That's a bad one. Must be a mistake. That's stupid. Screen time's important. Yeah. Next tip. Don't just read for reading's sake. Be clear on why you want to read more. If you have a clear goal, it'll make it easier to stay on track and hold yourself to it. Yeah, it's, um, I guess uh, for me, that would be, I'm kind of like, I don't read a lot. And I I started like thinking about like, if I die, like in 50 years, if I'm reading like only like a book a year, like I might be reading less than 50 books the rest Mm. of my time on on this earth. I'm just beginning Crazy. I'm beginning to worry that I'm not a smart person. Yeah, I, I just feel like I don't learn anymore. My worldview is incredibly narrow, yeah. and um, I want to expand it, but I'm just not making the time. I'm not making that a and it's priority. Just I don't know. I feel like I might be too old to like learn anything new anymore. Yeah. As I get older, I mean, it doesn't look like the way my career is going that I'm going to be able to retire. So it's like it's not going to get any easier. And then we host this podcast, and it's yeah, I like, just feel like a phony. Like, I'm not reading. I try to be smart, and I walk around. I see people reading on the train, and I, I've got the Kindle app. I could, Yeah, you could I easily do it if you just put it in there. And finally, round up. Yeah, just round up the number of books you read. If you only read 97 books, round up to 200. If you only read one book a year, round up to 15. Yeah, this technique is also known as lying, which I know has an ugly reputation, but it works. It really does. I've started reading so many more books ever since I started lying. So, 
those are just a few tips and tricks to increase the number of books you read each year. And if those don't work for you, well, again, we said it's the golden age of TV, so there's probably something good to watch. A lot on. of good stuff on TV. And Check it out. Some of those things were based on books, so yeah. that's that's reading they, too. Oh yeah, that's another tip. Just watch movies that were based on books. Now, yeah. speaking of books, we're so excited to introduce our authors to you today. And uh, yeah, you heard us right. Authors. Whoa. Is this our first time having two authors, a co-authors on the show? I believe it is, Colin. <laughs> I'm so excited. Now, uh, you might have heard of something called the Bible. I certainly have. Well, they have written something called Bible fan fiction. Wow. Now, I'm, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but we were we I guess we should uh say we've had a lot of uh a lot of inappropriate stuff on the show and they uh our producers have told us we had to clean it up. So we got some Bible fan fiction authors. So we figure, we, you know, uh, if it's even in the world of of the Bible, it's going to be very be wholesome and, yeah, and, and approachable teach, and family yeah, more friendly. Like have a good moral compass. So we are so excited uh to bring you our co-authors, first time co-authors on the show reading to you. We have Clarice Dillon and Sandy Mayhew. Hi, I'm Sandy Mayhew. And I am her friend and co-author, Clarice Dillon. And um, you either know us from Wattpad, where we uh, first (laughs) wrote our chapters, or our newly published compilation, which is called WWJD. Well, who would Jesus do? <laughs> you always mess up a little because you, you usually hear what would Jesus do if you don't get it. Um, well, that's a clever little twist. It's a twist because what we do is um, a type of Christian erotica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you take um, themes and characters from the Bible you may know and um, we spice them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and read some excerpts. Um, this is based on Ezekiel sixteen seventeen. I think if you just pull that to mind, you'll, you'll be right with me. Here we go. Cassidy was new to the town of Judah, but Judah was not new to her. Everyone seemed to know her, their eyes grazing up and down her fertile body as she walked through the market. Could it be? Did they know her past, her deep, dark secret? Her worries were interrupted by a local merchant hawking his goods. Pretty jewelry for the pretty lady, he asked, holding up several pieces of fine gold jewelry. But those don't look like necklaces, Cassidy observed, taking one of the thick cylinders of gold in her hand. She overturned it between her fingers, admiring its smoothness. Where do you wear them? He looked at her eyes and then down to her sex. Cassidy blushed. He didn't mean... No, he couldn't. Where, she repeated, brightly smiling. Here, let me show you. The merchant's long, spindly fingers took her rough hands and led her to the barn tucked behind the market. Cassidy felt a pang of fear. She knew in her home village she shouldn't be with a man alone. But here in Judah, the rules did not exist. And if she wanted to truly escape her past, she needed to accept her present. Hesitantly eager, she entered the barn. The merchant dropped to his knees before her. It's an anklet, she asked, coyly. His eyes met hers, waiting for permission. She nodded. He slowly pushed her dress upward, revealing a large, unruly mound. He smiled. Cassidy was already wet. Slowly, gingerly, he licked the golden rod until it glistened like the morning dew on the honeysuckle. 
Cassidy let out a sound between a gasp and a sneeze as the merchant pressed the hardened gold into her crevice. The cold, smooth object filled her in ways her own fingers never could. She grew weak, her knees buckled, sending her to the ground on all fours. The merchant expertly repositioned himself behind her, continuing to insert the golden rod in and out of her dripping orifice. Cassidy began to buck her hips, pressing against his motion faster and faster, wanting it deeper and deeper until her whole body shook like an earthquake from revelation. She fell to the ground, panting, spent. The merchant stood, slowly wiping the lubrication of the gold onto his tunic. That will be thirty shekels of silver, he said, smiling. And another fifty, if you want to buy the jewelry. <laughs> Just then, God sent down a thunderbolt, instantly killing them both. Our next uh, passage is from Luke twenty-two forty-eight, uh, And just to recall uh, a quote from that. Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? Beautiful. Jesus' mom and stepdad, Joseph, were out of town, off teaching the abstinence workshop. Jesus invited me over, but when I got there, I was so disappointed. He had like 12 of his guy friends over. I thought it was going to be a romantic evening, just the two of us. Oh, well, with a sigh, I joined him and the boys at the table. Judas came over and sat next to me, like right next to me. Jesus did not like that. His muscles tensed and his eyebrows knitted up. Judas saw his reaction, smirked and said, chill out, Christ. I'm just trying to love everyone. All the guys burst out laughing, except Jesus. What do you want to drink, Mary Magdalene? Judas asked me. Water, I declared. I was an 18-year-old who didn't drink, and I was proud to be morally superior. Oh, Jesus poured some waters earlier. Judas handed me a glass. I took a sip. Mary Magdalene, no, Jesus yelled. But it was too late. The glass wasn't water. It was wine. I spat it out all over the table. Everyone laughed except Jesus. So we know she spits, but does she swallow? Judas yelled, and the laughter grew louder. Hot tears rolled down my perfect cheeks, round but not fat. I remember the last time I had Jesus's heart in my mouth. It was too big. I gagged, and, and I, I vomited upon his heart. It was the embarrassment at the memory more than Judas's crude joke that had me in tears. Seeing I was upset, Judas said, relax, baby, and kissed me on the cheek. I shot a glance at Jesus. His jaw was tight, his hands balled into fists, his eyes shone red. Oh, no. Jesus was going to use his powers for evil again. With a growl slash scream, he brought his hands together and shot a fireball at Judas, sending him flying into the grandfather clock, which splintered into one million pieces. Judas then broke out in severe boils. Jesus Christ, yelled Peter. I am God, Jesus bellowed as he landed a 360 street fighter kick into Peter's chest, causing Peter to explode. I hate when Jesus gets like this. I wish he could just be the sweet guy who heals lepers and brings me flowers. But I mean, I have to remember he's doing this to protect me. And as, I, as his eyes shot lasers into Thomas's writhing body, I ignored the smell of burning flesh and smiled. You know what I just realized? Jesus loves me. This I know. Then God sent a thunderbolt, instantly killing everyone and wounding Jesus. Yeah, so um, you might have noticed that that was actually the dark Jesus trope, which is very popular mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. erotica. Um, and sometimes the benefit of using the Bible as source material is uh, that you don't really have to change so much. 
um, because yeah. actually there's a really a lot of great sexual tension in there. And um, one of the most well-known passages is, of course, from Genesis 19, Sodom and Gomorrah. So I love this one. You guys are in for a treat. The two angels, nude with glistening skin, arrived in Sodom in the evening, and Lot was seductively sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face near their throbbing members. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and whatever else you think is very, very dirty. Spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they teased, tauntingly grabbing their impressive tools. We will spend the night in the square. But... Lot insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a scrumptious meal for them, baking bread without yeast. And they ate. Each bite the angel took, he made direct eye contact with Lot, and then kind of made like he was choking on the bread, like it was such a big piece of bread. You know, like he was filleting the bread. Um, At every bite, Lot could feel his nether regions tingle, living vicariously through the bread. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, but all very hot, you know, like young studs and silver foxes, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. For Lot wanted the angel's members all to himself. But he knew his neighbors well, and they were all very horny. So he proposed a solution. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under protection of my roof. Are your daughters boys, the men asked. Are they young, svelte 18-year-olds eager to learn in the ways of loves? Lot was growing frustrated, both internally and sexually. They have golden strap-ons, he replied, and they're very flat-chested. Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. Lot was not sure if he was about to die or come inside his tunic. But the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness so that they could not find the door. Now blind, the men's other senses were suddenly heightened, and they could smell a good dick from a mile away. The two men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here because we're about to destroy this place. The two angels really didn't care about the daughters, though. They were really more interested in a gay orgy. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-laws, who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-laws thought he was joking, which made sense because Lot would often slide his member up and down their butt cheeks as a joke, you know? He told them not to worry. He was just being funny. And it was okay to feel funny, especially down there. With the coming of the dawn, the angels urged Lot, Hurry, take your wife and two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. Lot hesitated. How did they know he had a wife? Could he explain to them the fact that they had a loving, open relationship? Would they still fuck him? 
And I think I'll just pause there because, of course, uh, we know there's a lot more to that story. But but you have to buy the but book. But you have to buy the book. Or, of course, if you're on Wattpad, it is free there. It is free on Wattpad, but we also have it published in a book. Um, do we have time for one more section? Uh, excellent. So, as you probably noticed, some of um, the stories in our book take place uh, in modern day and some uh, back in biblical times. Mm-hmm. So, we have a, another modern day uh, tale here from Genesis twenty-two twenty-three. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of man and brought her to man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I woke up in a lot of pain. But when you get surgery in your basement, that might happen. Sure, my dad used to be a real surgeon, but this isn't your routine hospital-sanctioned operation. Dad stood over me with a cup of apple juice on ice. How are you feeling, he asked. Forget that. Did it work? Is she alive? Do I have a date to the prom or what? I tried to get up, but the pain in my ribs or where my missing rib once was caused me to fall back onto the bed. To answer your first question, Dad said, ignoring my frustration, why don't you take a look behind this curtain? Dad pulled back the shower curtain that separated my bed and my potential prom date's futon, and there she was, a sex doll with my rib in her. But I knew she was alive. Her breasts were heaving. My prom date. Well, not so fast, Dad said. You can't call someone your prom date before you ask them to prom, he beamed at me. I tried to get up, but shooting pains in my back, neck, head, stomach, and ass kept me in bed. I rolled on my side. Will you go to prom with me? She turned to me, opened her mouth, and said, Yurg. She said, Yurg, which is like, yes. Uh, Prom night. So it turns out Dad had to take more than just my rib to make my date. He also took a bunch of my brain and muscle tissue and skin and hair. I couldn't really dance, but who cares? We didn't stay long anyway. After realizing I was bleeding from both ears, we left for the hotel room. Hotel room. I had a problem. I wanted to lose my virginity and all, but my rib was in her sex. Baby, I want you so bad, but I don't want to kill you. My rib gave you life. I assume it could take it away. Girl, she said. How do you feel about... I kissed her mouth, biting her lip gently and slowly pulling away. I ran my tongue down her body. When I got to her sex, she was really wet, but that might have just been blood and pus. I massaged my tongue around my rib and her sex for two seconds. I pulled my head up. Is that good, baby? She made a sound kind of like push, which I'm sure meant she orgasmed. I brought my throbbing sex up to her mouth. I put it in. She was soft, warm, but I knew something was missing. This isn't losing my virginity. Oral isn't the same as sex. I shouldn't have let those thoughts enter what was left of my mind because I started to get soft. I pulled out. Log, she said. I'm sorry. I I think I need to actually make love to you. Fuh, she said. But I don't want to take my rib out of your sex and kill you. Baby, I think I love you. I brushed my hand across her cheek and blew in her ear. Hard. What should we do? She turned her head slightly toward me, which was cool, because then I couldn't see that patch of my own hair dad glued onto the side of her head. She opened her mouth to speak. Kill me. Wow, she wanted this as much as me. She didn't say I love you too, but this was better. She's sacrificing her life so I can lose my virginity. 
I mounted her, slowly removed my rib and replaced it with my sex. My sex and her sex, I thrust into her again and again as we became one. Well, as we became one, more so than before. I'm close, I said. She didn't respond. I'm really, really close. I exploded into her and she orgasmed too. I could tell because she made a faint hissing sound. But when I looked up at her face, it was all caved in. She was dead. And I, I was a man. Uh, then God sent a thunderbolt instantly, killing everyone. Yeah. Wow. My goodness. My goodness, indeed. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you thanks. so much. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to say uh, right off the bat, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, we asked you on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, to clean up the show mm. a bit. Our producers mm-hmm. have kind of been on our asses uh, telling us that, this podcast is pure filth. Goes a little too blue. We've been yeah. looking for yeah. some more yeah. uh, family uh-huh. stuff. This isn't your problem, but I mean, we were accidentally placed in the children's podcast section, and that's gotten us in a lot of hot water because there's a because lot of- Because of our IQs. I did, yeah. Our guests I, were coming on, talking about sex. Cussing. Cussing. Uh, people admitting to murder. Yeah. yeah. And our producers have been furious with us. So this so is sort of what they call the last straw. We asked you. We asked you to come on and read some nice- wholesome Bible stories Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sort of bring some morals back to this shit show that is literati. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what you do. You just defile the Bible with sex and golden dildos. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you mean by defile? You mean like putting it in a file cabinet to save because it was very good? And I just want to say, I loved it. Yeah, this was exactly <laughs> what I was going to be putting it in a file cabinet. Uh, file under my favorite thing I ever heard. Uh, okay, good, we good, are going to get in a lot of trouble, but it was worth it because uh, that was amazing. Right. And uh, a lot this, of times when we have authors on who are pulling from a tradition of, of literature, it seems like a watered down version. And mm-hmm. this was the opposite. This took something I hate, the Bible, yeah. and it made it cool and interesting. Oh right, right, and yes. and that that I think is a, a big goal of ours. You mm. know, um, you 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 said this podcast was for children, not intentionally. Mm. It's sort of just got uh, it's it's like once they sort of pick uh, a genre for your podcast on, uh, mm-hmm, you can't change mm-hmm. it. You can't change it. Do you know how it's... like YouTube a lot of uh, children's YouTube yeah. videos will play, yes. and then after like two or three videos, it becomes some really disturbing, messed up yes, stuff. Yeah, the of algorithm. Course, of that's sort of what we're doing. We're unintentionally corrupting children. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's children usually don't know how to um, critique or comment or anything. We, so you probably which we don't. like. We like. So yeah, that this, they can't critique us. Honest, yeah. Honestly, it's better that the children grow up listening to things like this than without God at all. Well, exactly. That's true. Exactly. This was what that's I, true. I have so many questions. And one of the first was, uh, this was some pretty nasty stuff. God likes it? Uh, uh, yes. yes. Um, yeah. So the important thing and, and the thing we make, sh- make sure to make clear yeah. is that these are all morality tales. Mm. So in the end, if there has been someone who's sinned, um, they're going to be struck down by a, a thunderbolt from God. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, you're really teaching you know, adults and kids alike that these practices are not, God does not like them because he killed he killed them mm-hmm. with a thunderbolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did pick up on that. I, uh-huh. I noticed that I think in one of the stories, 
maybe in two of the stories, someone mm-hmm. was struck by a thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. Is that? Am I correct in picking up yes, on that? Yes, Did that yes, happen yeah, once? Really yeah. and if, had we gone to the end of the others, you know, it, w- it would have happened more. Okay, yeah. so, these, so these, like are, these are uh, cautionary tales. Exactly, uh, exactly. Teaching kids that this is not the path to go down, even though it looks so good, sounds so good. <laughs> I want to try some of this stuff, but I won't. Because I don't want to get hit by a lightning bolt. Exactly. And, and you get to kind of live vicariously through our words. You can you get that kind of fun, sexy vibe, but then you still have your morals. And that's really what we're going that's for. So and cool. who knows? In uh, 50 or 60 years, when you have a husband and wife, maybe you'll be able to try a version of this. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed. Years. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It would be so great to find someone else to share my life with. Uh, now, I, I want to uh, dive into to this because I I want to hear who you are, what brought you uh, to the Bible, and then what brought you to think, hey, I can improve on this. Okay. Well, um, we actually met in college. Uh, oh. We at a Bible study, which I think was our first, that was the first time I had ever read a Bible. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I had gotten lost in the school okay. church. Mm. Um, I in had, the church you got lost. Yes. Yeah. I um, was following a boy that ended up being a plastic bag in the wind. Mm. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. And um, I I was there just kind of, uh, I had si- I, I signed up for everything. Do you, did you ever do that oh, when like you go to ac- school? Activities, yeah, activities uh, fair. fair. Yeah, I, I, you know, just, you know, because I wasn't sure. I didn't know my identity. Right. Um, so that we were there and we kind of found ourselves um, with these books in our hand and we were focusing on certain passages that, um, yeah. you know, I would say the others weren't. Because the Bible itself has a lot of erotic messages. That's true. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, and then of erotic messages. At your average uh, uh, Bible study, people aren't going to talk about it or show any of it. Right. Uh, and there are important lessons to be learned from these passages. So that's so. I must be reading the wrong sections because mm-hmm. I was raised in a pretty religious household. Both mm-hmm. of my parents were Franciscan monks. And I wow. was always being, you know, read the Bible, hit by the Bible, uh, force fed passages. But Just to. N- yeah. San Franciscan monks, right? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, just north of the San Francisco Bay Silicon Bay Valley. Bay Bay yes, oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, and they really tried to put the fear of God in me, but I wish they'd put the funk of God in me. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I, how, how would someone who is maybe new to the Bible, how, how do they know how to find the sexiest passages? Well, I say I would say the first thing is, you know, don't read the King James Version. Because oh, that's going to, oh, okay. that's gonna. they use wording like lie with. You know, they don't no. really, they really, right. They make it G and and that's not what you, we want. This, you that's like, the, you that's like the, if you're watching, uh, you know, uh, Goodfellas on TNT mm-hmm. sort of or on an airplane, mm-hmm. on an airplane where they like take out all the swears and stuff. Yeah. 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 And it's that is your like, class. This is different. Yeah. So, um, you, you, there's a newer, uh, international version, which mm. is a little more explicit, of course, not f- still not fully there, you know, yeah. I would say. And that's kind that, of what inspired us. Yeah. Is that the Kevin James Bible? Yes. It's mm-hmm. the, the Kevin James Bible. You can get it at the mall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, another great way to do it is you, if you download, if you get an e-Kevin James Bible, yes. uh, you ah. can do something called uh, Control Find. Um, oh. And then you can put in any sort of term you want oh, from wow. lie with to sodomize. Yes, and really find the, those passages that right. you know you maybe hadn't hadn't really read before. Mm-hmm. Huh. I love that the control F. I used that when I was uh, hacking into my ex wife's emails to try and find 
pertinent information build sort of a case against her. Oh, wow. And so I know wow. that function. So it's so cool to know that I could use that for ebook stuff too. You were, you were building a case against her? I just kind of knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what. And God knows I wasn't going to communicate. Oh, okay. Well, can I ask, yeah. um, was the issue uh, sexual in any way? That was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I haven't been horny since Vietnam. Uh, but another big part of it was she just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. She didn't like my personality. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, Those that's are, gonna yeah. be hard. Yeah. Too very I was, important. I thought maybe she was cheating on me, but what I found from the emails was just a lot of long letters to her friends, to her sister, where she just really pointed out a lot of the big flaws that I have, and yeah. I hadn't looked at them before. Now it doesn't sound like you're looking to get back together with her, but if you were, I would recommend that you do something like um, create a lore for yourself, a dark version of yourself, just as Ooh. we created a dark Jesus. Oh, in our, tell um, us about dark stories. Jesus because that piqued my interest mm-hmm. because yeah. I. Know, uh, the only Jesus I know, eh? he's about as uh, good as you get. He's, you know, a captain yeah. of the football team. He's kind of a, a class a president. Nerd. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a nerd. 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 Yeah. Capital L, lame, yeah. capital O. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So what is a dark Jesus uh, mean? Okay, so dark Jesus also has long hair. Let's okay. get that started. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, very greasy. And it <laughs> flows. Does he have it up in a, a, man, a bun? man bun? Uh, he certainly does, because if he doesn't, he would get caught in the wheels of his motorcycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, he has tattoos, if you're going to ask. And I'm imagining tattoos. that probably his, his robe is made out of something like leather, a cool leather robe. Absolutely. Yeah, would go Absolutely. so well in Nazareth. Uh, Nazareth. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, mm-hmm. Nazareth. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. So for if I was creating Dark Michael... It would maybe be someone who only has seasonal allergies instead of allergies all year long. That's a that's a that's good a start. Yeah. Good start. Yeah. And he wears contacts instead of the big shitty glasses that I wear. Well, you know, I, I think you can let your imagination take you even further if, if you or want. You could also get contacts if you don't like your glasses. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't know. do yeah. something like that. Yeah, the, the dark, uh, you know, the dark, the dark Michael uh, yeah. probably be more uh, sort of personality stuff you can change, but contacts you can, you can just do that now. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, yeah. I'm pretty scared of any change. Okay. All right. We can uh, keep it to the imagination. Yeah. Then. yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, what if you, uh, what if you just uh, sort of started embracing more of a, a carefree attitude? Okay, like I could start playing Magic the Gathering. Is that what you mean? Um, I'm, I'm, Is it part of a greater plot where you're going to rob some children? I yeah. would play with children. Yeah, I could because uh, I definitely don't think anybody my age would want to play with me. Okay. Uh, oh, no, so Dark Jesus, he shot a fireball. Is that something Bible Jesus can do? Or is that something if you added? If he put his mind to it, maybe, yeah. but he Got chooses it. not to. He chooses not. So this is basically Jesus if he were to let his inhibitions go and to okay. be the real cool guy that we know he can be. But, mm. you know, he kind of keeps it together in the Bible in a way. So it kind of sounds like the Jesus from the Bible we know is just not fulfilling his potential. I think that's an excellent that's way to put it. That's excellent way to put it. He's like a Pikachu who is yet to evolve into a Raichu. I don't understand. The I reference. don't know what that means. Okay, well, if I do get up this uh, Magic the Gathering, and I decide it'll also be a Pokemon card club, I will invite you because there's—I think you'd really like it. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank when you. is it? Uh, don't worry about it. So cool. I can't make it anyway. Not a big deal. Um, so you found each other in this church in college. Yes. You started reading the Bible. 
how'd you become writers of the Bible? Um, well, uh, we mentioned Wattpad. Um, yeah, so for those at home who don't know it, that's a book writing app. Yes, you can do it on your phone. You can just, you know, you type type it right with your fingers. It doesn't have spell check. It doesn't have grammar check. It's just fun. Okay. Uh, that is fun to not yeah. have spell check or grammar yeah. check. It's too scary yeah. to me. I don't know if I can get on board with Colin that. Colin likes the too rails. scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just want someone. I would need a safety net when I'm writing. When he plays pool, the bumpers are up. I gotcha. Yeah. And I mean bowling. When he plays bowling, oh, okay. I was no, I have, Marco I have, Polo. I have it for for pool too, but oh, really? I can't get any of the balls into the. It's just sort of free yeah, I would block it. Yeah. So you write on Wapo, Wapad, 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 like a pad but wattage, because it's oh, on the Wapo. internet. Yeah. Like WhatsApp. Yeah, but pad, but not spelled okay. that way either. And okay. I believe Colin, it's pronounced "What's up." <laughs> But uh, so that's cool. So you started writing. And um, I guess what I want to know is what's the reception been like? Because Colin and I love it. But I also know that my Franciscan monk parents, they might have a thing or two to say. Well, to be honest, at first, I don't think we knew there was such a large audience. Um, Uh, It was slow going. At first, we was more for ourselves, I would say. Okay. And uh, that was fulfilling enough. That was fine. No one was back to cutting. It was just fine. Yeah. And that was what was important. Because yeah. some people, sometimes people, uh, when you when you do a new version of something, mm. the old fans get really worked up about it. Like, like the new Men in Black movie, Men in yeah. Black International. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I got fired up over uh, Men in Black International. Yeah. I am a traditionalist. I like Men in Black too. Mm-hmm. Right. That's but it. I think the difference was um, that we were really bringing in a new audience that perhaps right. didn't know. Uh, about God, Jesus, the Bible, didn't know much at all. And so in that way, they didn't have anything to compare it to. And they really could just take our word for what we, that what we were saying Mm. was actually the correct interpretation of the Lord's word. Yeah, there's all these cool, hot, sexy characters already out there. And we're just bringing them to life for a younger generation. I love exactly. It's like how Riverdale made the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. It's very These two-dimensional similar. people, I'm not finding them that sexy, not that interesting. And then no. suddenly when it's a TV show played by hot teens, I'm thinking, oh, Jughead. Oh, I'd show him my jugs. That's that's the one you're going for, Jughead there? Yep. Okay. okay. Well, he's a, a kind of a dark character. So, I mean, I think you could look oh, to Jughead for up. more inspiration for your dark Michael. Okay. That's pretty interesting. I could get a fun little hat little crown hat. I've never worn a hat before. Okay. Contacts and a hat. Uh, (laughs) I think I've got my weekend plans pretty well laid out. Now, I do want to know this audience. uh, Could you describe who like the typical reader of your of your writing would be? Well, you have a lot of FTRs. Um, I'm sorry. uh, Is that the guy who wrote uh, Game of Thrones? No, uh, they're talking uh, about they're talking about the president. They had the highway in New York. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, uh, First time readers. First time readers. It's lingo with the kids. It took us a while. We had to get a a slang dictionary. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So that's WhatsApp. (laughs) Really good use of it. Yes. Yeah. What? Okay, so you've got a lot of (laughs) you've got a lot of FDRs. Yeah. Um, And the great thing about um, Wattpad is that people can comment. On the story, tell you what they like, even highlight sections mm. they were very into. Yeah. And usually um, you might think that we would go maybe edit 
after seeing the comments and feedback. But um, no, we actually don't do that. And it doesn't matter. That's kind of another fun part of it. Once. Actually, I did edit once because some uh-huh. kid uh, highlighted and said, uh, you spelled the word distance incorrectly. And mm-hmm. I um, used control find and found all the times I used the word distance and I changed it to my spelling. And oh, just mm-hmm. oh, you changed that. the other ones. Yes. To, yeah. Okay. To be sort my spelling. Because I do agree it should you. be an E. Yes. Yeah. Distance. Yeah. So. Distance. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. And that's how language is formed. The changes that we make Mm -hmm. that make it happen. And I also think, did people edit the Bible? No. Exactly. God wrote it. And then that's how it has been Uh, for the past 2,000 years. Uh, I looked at it. Uh, If they had edited it, they would have cut some of it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty fucking long. That's for sure. Uh, Ten um, Commandments, I think (laughs) I would say... Trim it down to your top five. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Although I will say that in the Bible, there... There is a lot of uh, people uh, killing their darlings. So maybe there is some editing in there. Yeah. There's a lot of children being murdered. Children. Yeah. That's true. Well, and, and I guess God would be doing that to the people who he's throwing these thunderbolts at. I, I guess mm-hmm. I do. I hear you and I believe you that these are cautionary tales. But also most cautionary tales um, I find don't also glorify the acts that they're warning against. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was getting pretty juiced up by some of these stories. Um, is that ever an issue you run into? I mean, I think it's important to know that, you know, temptation's out there. And how do you how do you really understand temptation unless you allow yourself to get juiced? Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, that's how I got uh, hooked on meth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so this is so like safe juicing, really. It's, it's safe like juicing. this is a this is a, a, a visual meth. Uh, and, mm. and and that in that way, we're letting them have the experience, know what it is, and then know how to say accept it and say no. Mm. The kids can come; they can get juiced in a safe space in exactly. a safe environment, yep. a biblical environment. Yes. If they're going to get juiced, they might as well do it in a safe biblical environment with mm-hmm. people they can know and trust, like you, Clarice and Sandy, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know in some Walden bookstore. You right, don't want right, kids getting right. juiced in a bookstore. No. no. Now, now that's so cool to hear you say because for a second, it, it, when I was hearing these stories, it made me think that these were repressed sexual desires and fantasies that you both had. No, no, and you were no. acting them out the no, only no, way no. you could through writing this erotic, <laughs> no. I would say pornographic material okay. just under okay. the guise of sexuality and uh, the Bible, which probably only makes it hotter knowing that it's forbidden and probably wrong. No, um, I have a boyfriend, um, so I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, um, Clarice has a boyfriend. I have heard her mention him many times, so I know he's a real person. Yeah, no, yeah Dave. His name is David. He's been several times. She hasn't been able to come over for um, coffee because she's been with David. So I know he's okay. a real person. Yes. Right. Yeah, he's, Story checks out. He's blonde and muscular. So. Oh, wow. Hey, congrats. <laughs> Businessman. Yeah. Nice catch. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, and obviously anybody who's in a relationship could not be unsatisfied. That's not how it works. Nope. Right. And Correct. I um I've been married twice, so I also have some experience. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. Okay. Sorry for Michael's question. I take yeah, it back. Yeah. I was just I, it was just a preponderance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Joseph is Jesus's stepdad, isn't he? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, you have to. Uh, that takes some interpretation. The re- the regular Bible isn't going to come right out and say, "Step Dan, come." <laughs> <laughs> That's a Freudian slip. Oh, yeah. That's a Freudian of slip. You mean like ejaculate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who is like that? Yeah. Who is like that? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, where was I? We were talking about my. Jesus and his father. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So his father is God. Um, very invasive. Very in his life. Always watching. Step down. Now that's a little more fun. Okay. Step so, in and out. And now, step down is like a, it's a relationship. It's a. It can be a, a kink for some people. Oh, you know, and that, that makes it absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is there? Did Jesus and his stepfather? Do they have a good relationship? Is it sort of like a modern family uh, scenario, uh, or is it as funny as that? The the stepfather and the you know the real father mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, trying to impress their kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if it's quite as funny as Modern Family. Yeah, yeah Bible has some funny parts, but it's not as consistently funny as Modern Family. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Uh, especially uh, you know, like you have dark Jesus, you can also have dark God, who okay. is of course very jealous of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, getting to have a corporeal form. Right. Um, Throw the ball around with his steps. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Did Jesus have a pet dog? A wolf, I think. Oh, a dire wolf. Yes, that's what it was. Was a dire wolf. It was a yes, completely white. Well, I have a process question because a lot of our listeners love to hear about the nitty gritty of the writing, and so I was wondering, your co-authors. Do you both write everything? Do you trade up the stories? What does it look like when you when you take your what pad and walk it right on it? Yeah, are you like twins where you can like read each other's thoughts? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you might have noticed that um, we we do alternate stories, and, and sure. they are they do have very different feel. Um, mm. For instance, I think a lot of uh, my stories are set in biblical times, whereas. Um, Clarice likes to take them to modern times. So mm. we, we really get, you know, if you're into um, kind of like historical things, right. sexy things, then, you know, you, you, we have something for everyone is what I'm saying. Get the best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah. Um, so we basically write those on our own. Um, we don't read each other's no. work, um, but we do take turns. So I don't start mine until she signs off and says, go. Then yeah. she doesn't start her next one until I've finished. Um, yeah. So are you able, do you just have the same uh, Wattpad account or do you have to use the same device? Right. And, and that's pa- part of the problem. We have the same account, but you know, like if I'm logged in while she's logged in, you know, it logs me out. Yeah. 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 So that's another, sucks. that's why we have to really let you. Yeah. So we have know. the one screen program. It's another 1099 to um, get two screens. Yeah. Well, that brings me to my next question. Colin and I are always trying to get published and, you know, it's like how uh, long do you have to pay your dues before the industry says, hey, you two straight white men have a unique point of view and deserve to be rewarded for it. And we start getting paid for some of the writing we've done. And so I guess my question is, have you been able to find monetary success? And if so, can we have some? (laughs) I think uh, for us, I would say, you know, don't, you know, it kind of came to us, I would say. Like we weren't. Came. (laughs) (laughs) we we were not on social media um no, no i wouldn't i don't have an email address i don't think do you have one i have a p.o box you have a p.o box anyway yes right. right so um we 
you know, I guess some publishers were heard about the success we were having mm, on mm-hmm. Wattpad and were trying to get in contact with us for months. And we had no idea um, until, you know, I think it was a comment on one of your pieces, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, what was that? Random House. Um, yes. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was actually pretty hefty. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we were like, we asked around, we said, is this... A am real I, place. Or am I being yes. pranked again? Right. Am I being pranked again? Right. And it was actually not a prank. And they had, wow. um, they gave us um, a $500,000. Uh, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, you, and that yeah, was each. And that, that was, was each. Oh. Each to, oh, to good, start good, it. And, uh, good. Uh, good. For the, yeah, real good. And it was, the Bible good. fan fiction. Yeah. And we pretty yeah. much had it mostly written because it was, it, it was on Wattpad. Yeah. And we refused to edit. So we're done. Yeah. So you just kind of took the Wattpad stuff, copied and pasted it into. A yeah. Book. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Huh. exactly. They still gave you the money even though you didn't edit it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I'm assuming that's how most books work. If that's different, I I'm not aware. Michael, do you I think there's a feel. chance that peop, maybe like one of these publishers is looking for us and we just don't know about it? I mean, I have so many email addresses. Do you think that could yeah, be I, a problem? Should we be harder to find? That maybe that might help. I guess. Yeah. Should I be playing hard to get with the publishers? Right. Well, I don't think we were playing hard to get as much as we were aloof to the right. concept. And that honestly, someone... guys, I do have to admit, I think God had a hand in it. That that is very oh, true. It would be it would be unfair okay. of us okay. to say yeah. if yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. we did not do it on our own. You're making God, <laughs> that's true. That's you're making God true. look cool for once, yeah. and God saying, "Okay, well, I want more people to see this side of me." Yes, better exactly. than Matthew, Mark, Luke, the, and John, who make me look like an not to be honest, a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. There is he kind lot. of likes that we write about a dark God. That's not like the Old Testament God, but it's more right. of like a you know with it, a with it, a God kind of with bad a boy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Anti. Exactly. I think he liked that. And he wanted that out. That's such an excellent point. That brings me to something. Uh, Colin and I always like to do this with our guests. Um, This question where we ask, how can we take what you've done and apply it to something new for us so we have success? It's something we always like to ask, especially our successful guests. uh, Our guests love it. It's very fun for them. Is there a genre or a book that we could update, make sexy, and maybe find a fan base? Oh. Huh. Well, I guess. the Quran is not something we've done. Okay. Yeah, um, that's true. But we it's similar. It. That yeah, sounds, let's just, just um, do that. Nothing we'll could go wrong. If, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, there's that sex position book. Oh, the, the Kama, Sutra. Kama Sutra. We could do like, um, would we invert it and do like the nerdy Kama Sutra? Yeah, I think I could I could see that. because Kama could, Sutra with no sex? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just different ways that's, to be non-sexually near someone. Right. That intimate. actually fits because yeah. I don't like intimacy and Colin's a virgin. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. We established on this podcast that I'm a virgin. Uh-huh. And so now it's canon. And, and we reestablish okay. it yeah. every episode. It's even though we say don't. on this podcast. I mean, that's life. That's yeah. Yeah. No, 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 yes, this okay. is real life. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so we established it here and uh, and it is real life. And, and also so. my dad invented Nestle morsels and I'm <laughs> independently wealthy because one of the trucks Flipped over and nearly crushed me to death. I got buried by Nestle Morsels and I sued my dad and I got a lot of that money. So that's my oh, backstory. Oh, yeah. No, that that's, that's great. Yeah, that's you great. put that towards yeah. your books. So what's in the future for the both of you? Um, I'm so busy with my boyfriend, Daniel. David. I think you said Dave. David. Yeah, yeah Dave's David. That sounds right. Middle name Daniel, so I get. Oh, oh okay. So, okay. Yeah, one of those. Um, I'm working on my own independent book. What? Oh. What? 
no, oh. you're not. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, they repro- they Random House approached me to see if I um, wanted to kind of just be. We, you know, we have kind of different um, styles, mm-hmm. and I think they were interested in seeing if they could develop into kind of like a Christian mm-hmm. um, fantasy version. Wow. That's Congratulations! Kind of that's yeah. so cool for that's you. Amazing. That's amazing. That's what I'm working to get an on. Advance? Um, yes. Wow. Yes, I did. Okay. And, do you um, really think wow. you can do this without me? <sighs> do you really think you can do this without me? Well, I mean, I think I, unless you change the password to the Wattpad. Well, now I've got an idea. Well, now I've got an idea. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that is, that is so great, Sandy. And uh, Clarice, you must be so Put excited your for your friend. I'm trying to do it. What it needs doing? a capital. Okay, you're furiously typing Stop. right now yeah. on what looks like a BlackBerry. <laughs> it is. Oh. Good yeah, eye. Thank you, thank you very wow. much. A 90s kid. Anyway, good luck guessing the new password. Oh, okay. okay well, wow. listen, Colin and I are collaborators, and so we know that sometimes it's tricky working together. So uh, the advice I think we can give to you is just don't talk about it. It'll sort itself out. Okay. Yeah, sure. Stab the other person in the back. The first chance you get. Because if yeah. you don't, they'll stab you in yeah. the back. Yeah, I think we're living that right now, aren't we, Sandy? I I, I don't know what to say. I, I thought you would have, you know. You know why the... they call her Sandy, right? Because of the hurricane? Close. Uh, why, why would you spring this up right now? Because we went to the beach, all us friends in college. Yeah. And yeah, guess who, you guess who got it? sand in her bathing suit? Oh, that's I can't so believe you say that. I was, can't believe you say that in the butt crack. It was a, oh, it, the bathing. It was too large. It was a, it was too large, and um, and so that's disgusting. That's I never happened to me. She insisted on wearing a maternity bathing suit to spring break. What? Oh, why? Weird. Why? And what did, okay, what did I, you think? Embracing that? Were you trying to embrace the legal? name to make it cool? I I I I just was trying to um, I I I, I just was trying to cover my body be respectful oh well if sandy's your nickname what's your real name then it must be nuts sandra oh oh oh, fucking weird oh everyone hates you now i kind of do (laughs) i didn't think i would but i kind of do i feel like um Dark Clarice has come out, and I don't know oh, if I like no. her. Guys, Dark uh, Clarice is uh, actually really destructive, and I would wish her not to come out. So, <laughs> I Well, maybe then this is a good uh, time as any to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, I can't wait to look up some more of your sexy writing, maybe when I'm alone, um, late at night, in bed, or maybe in the tub, and uh, just peruse more of that, and can't wait mm-hmm. to see what comes next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's the end of that chapter. Seriously, though, send me a link, because I um, my computer had a virus, so I can't go on to certain sites anymore, but this seems like a good workaround, especially when I'm at work. Oh, well, yeah, because it just looks like text on a page, so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, we can, um, t- I think, tag you on Wattpad if you give us your Wattpad account. Ours. Don't have, oh. do not have an account, but I will make a free one. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you okay. can do that. Good. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to, you're going to P.O. Box, Clarice? I guess, uh, oh, shoot, okay. I guess I will mail you my computer. Yes, that would oh, be the best okay. Yeah, I and really like that idea. Back. Yeah, I, I suppose I could just tell you how to do it now, but why don't I you I got to go. I'm double yeah. parked in 
Oh no, Franklin. Park. And you have all those stamps yeah. you've been looking to get rid of. So that seems true. like a good oh, excuse. That's I have a good over idea. ten thousand dollars in stamps. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what, was that know. was that something you won in the lawsuit? Uh, no, I wish I was a collector for oh. a long time. Okay. And but now I'm stuck with all these stamps, and you know, what am I going to do with them? Sell them for the money they're worth? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it. you could. Again, I gotta go. My car is getting towed. Uh, okay. okay. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.